First hat fact of the day, 1,964 new COVID confirmations yesterday. 1964. That's almost 2,000. My God, Lagos, it's not a joke. But you know what? I'm actually glad that I'm seeing an uptick in um, the use of masks. So I'm seeing more and more people in public using their masks. Um, it, it wasn't something that I was seeing last week or two weeks ago. But today on my, on my way to work, I saw a lot of people who were wearing their masks. And that made me very, very happy. It's still not high enough. But it is high enough that I believe more and more people are beginning at least to take this thing seriously. And I'm not talking about wearing their mask on their chin or on their forehead. Actually wearing the mask properly, having it cover their nose and their mouth. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm grateful to them. It says that they are generous people. It says that they take life seriously. It says that... Um, they are decent human beings, you know, because it's when you're a decent human being that you want to protect those around you as well as protect yourself. You put others before yourself. That's why you wear a mask. So be like those people who I saw today. Take all the precautions you can. Limit your movement outside. If you're going out, wear a mask. Uh, when you do go out and you're wearing a mask, give distance, give gap. Sanitize your hands all the time. Wash your hands all the time. If you see me when I come into the studio, the first thing I do is, is take my spray bottle and spray the entire air, spray the mic, spray the, the desk, spray everywhere. Because, man, I don't want to get this thing, man. <laughs> I don't want to get it. And please, it's not a conspiracy. It's killing real people. Like, I know how many people in my extended family, how many friends, how many acquaintances that we've lost to this thing. Of course, there's a very high recovery rate. But there's no way to tell that you'll be the one who recovers or you'll be the one who dies. So please. And then uh, be on the safe side also and uh, stay here on Hard Facts. Listen to me. I'm here to bring you the most important topics of the day. I break them down. I give you the facts. I give you the context so that you can form an informed opinion. Today is Friday. And for the first hour of the show, we let Nigeria rest for a bit. We take a look at what's happening in other parts of the world. And uh, we, we start with the big three, Global Edition. Let's talk about Biden taking over from Trump. Then let's talk about Museveni taking Bobby Wine captive. And then let's talk about the UK taking African health workers. As usual for Friday, I'll bring you, well, Agogol, but we'll bring you uh, Public Square. And then the show will wrap up with music and moments with Ifani and Sam. Of course, there's news updates coming your way at the top of every hour. But let's get started with today's Big 3 Global Edition. The Big 3 Global Edition on Hard Facts. How do American presidents get to work so quickly? How do American presidents get to work so quickly? Is Museveni subverting democracy? Is Museveni subverting democracy? Do African governments have the moral right to complain about brain drain? This is the Big Three Global Edition. Let's get into the stories. As you know, every Friday, we try to let Nigeria rest and we take a look at the biggest stories in the entire world. Although sometimes Nigeria uh, features because the big stories are still Nigerian stories or they affect Nigeria one way or the other. It is now my distinct honor to introduce the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court of the United States, John Roberts, to administer the presidential oath to the next President of the United States, Joseph R. Biden. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand for the oath of office, followed by musical honors. Please raise your right hand and repeat after me. I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear. I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear. That I will faithfully execute. That I will faithfully execute. The office of President of the United States. Office of President of the United States. And will, to the best of my ability, 
will to the best of my ability. Preserve, protect, and defend. Preserve, protect, and defend. The Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the United States. So help you God. So help me God. Congratulations, Mr. Thank President. You. Joe Biden, officially president of the United States. That's our first story on Big Three Global Edition. But really, our story isn't about the handover itself. Our story is about how quickly Biden went from being sworn in to getting to work. He was sworn in on Wednesday afternoon. The same Wednesday afternoon as he entered the White House, he went straight to the Oval Office. And this is not unique to Joe Biden. This is common to almost every U.S. president. Trump did the same thing. Obama did the same thing. Bush did the same thing. Clinton, name it, they all went straight to work. Now, of course, Biden already chose his entire cabinet before being sworn in. His entire cabinet, every single secretary. In Nigeria, we call them ministers. But there they call them secretaries. He had named every single member of his cabinet. Compare that to here in Nigeria or other African countries. Sometimes we wait for months to find out who a president's ministers are. Also, on the first day, Biden signed 17 executive orders. 17. His team had already drafted most of those EOs last month. And these orders affect many different areas, public health, civil rights, immigration. Basically, on his first day in office, the average U.S. president does more than many African presidents do in their first hundred days. And what I want us to talk about with this story is why. Why is there such a big difference between the speed with which presidents hit the ground running in different countries? 0700-993-993-993. What do you think about the fact that on, before he resumed on day one, President Biden, and presidents before him, to be honest, had his entire cabinet, uh, cabinet nominated. Before he took office, he had already nominated his entire cabinet. Most of them have already been confirmed right now. Why do you think that presidents in America specifically hit the ground running? It happened as well in the UK. I remember when Theresa May uh, took over from Cameron, she already had a cabinet before she took over. Why do you think that um, American presidents hit the ground running so quickly? Why is it not the same in many African countries? 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993. You can also share your thoughts with us uh, via WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 80 Nine five nine seven five eight zero five. Because it's global big three, we let you take two minutes to make your point. On any other day, because it's a new year, we give you ninety seconds. Uh, but because it's global, uh, big three global, we allow you um, one twenty seconds. That's two minutes. Hello, thanks for calling us. Good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good to have you. On How the are show. you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. My name is Ogundari Folang. Welcome. I think it's the system. The system is, is being placed down for you to work properly and for you to be done. Not like on Africa here. Either they are still fighting over the election, tying themselves to court and all this. And I think it's also the art to do the job and the proper people there for you. Thank you, Sandra. All right. Thank you for calling us. 99.3. Yes, I'm Sandra. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? To go be the glory. Welcome. Go ahead. Yes, my name is Kelvin. Hi, Kelvin. Yes, um, in as much as um, a lot of drama surrounded the coming of Joe Biden, mm -hmm. a lot of desecration that took place mm -hmm. in terms of not handing over properly mm -hmm. all the rituals were desecrated mm -hmm. that we know America to be. I'm excited that just two weeks ago, the scene of crime has turned to the scene to celebrate democracy. Mm. So I'm excited about that. 
I'm also excited that for the first time we are seeing the first African South Asian woman to be vice president. Mm-hmm. It takes it makes me feel that very soon we shall see a woman president in America. Mm-hmm. But having said that, you could see that a man is already prepared for the job. Even the speech he made that day was written as far back as November mm-hmm. when he won the election. Mm-hmm. So He's prepared already. He knew what he wanted to do. And that's why from day one, he signed lots of executive order into place. Mm. That will tell you that he has kicked the ball rolling. Unlike what we see in some places, even where we are, where it will take six months to get the cabinet ready. But we have seen a man that is prepared for a job. And I'm excited that if we say we are copying American type of democracy, let us begin to follow the way they do things. That is the only way Congress can move forward. I wish Joe Biden the very good of luck. Just like um, President Bill Clinton said, you know, yesterday or two days ago, that um, you are spoken for us. Now you will lead for us. So America is a new door for them. It's a great country. The institutions are working. That is what helped Joe Biden. The institutions are in place, unlike what we have in other places. So it's a great and a new dawn for them, and I wish them all the best. Thank you for calling and using his two minutes completely on the dot. 99.3, hello. Yeah, hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? Yeah, my name is Uche. Welcome, I'm Uche. I'm currently in our papa. Um, Sandra, mm-hmm. point of correction. Mm. Joe Biden did not hit the ground running. He <laughs> hit the ground flying. <laughs> okay. And um, you are also trying to compare sleep with death. There are two different things, two different worlds. In Africa here, particularly in this environment we find ourselves, mm. just like the right color, uh, the last color stated, it took six months for a president who had contested that same position on several locations. Mm. It took him six months to put up a cabinet. But you see, just like one of the callers also said, America, you know, I told you sometime, America is a great country. Forget about what Donald Trump did. Trump was just a, a, a hitch okay. in the American history. Okay. But America has always been a great country, and they will remain a great country because the standards have been set over the, over the years, over time. So once any president comes in, it's like what you call plug and play. Hmm. He doesn't need to do anything special. The system keeps moving. It's just plug and play. Hmm. So that's why you have, you saw um, Biden, mm-hmm. even during the campaign uh, exercise and all that. You mm-hmm. saw how he was always on the move. Mm-hmm. A man in the 70s, he could run, you know, it tells you that, look, America is so great that whoever comes out, like I always say, Trump was just an accident that happened in the history of America. Once in a while, these things can happen. Mm. But I can assure you that America that we know mm-hmm. has always been a great country, and we shouldn't be surprised. And I'm particularly happy that he, one of the executive orders he signed, mm-hmm. the immigration ban on some countries that mm-hmm. have been lifted, mm-hmm. it, it, it tells you that even before he got to that position, they have been studying events. Mm-hmm. They have been looking at what Donald Trump was doing mm-hmm. over time, and they knew the man was derailing. So for me, I will always say, America is a great country. Let nobody use uh, Trump as an, uh, an example. After all, look at America. Look at what Trump did. No. Trump was just an accident. Trump was just a mistake in the history of a great country. Uche, thank you for calling. If you just joined the show, Joe Biden is now officially the president of the United States. Uh, the, the story today isn't really about the handover. It's about how quickly Biden went from being sworn in to getting to work. And I'm asking why things like that don't happen uh, with most African countries. He was sworn in on Wednesday afternoon. And that same Wednesday afternoon, as he went to the White House, straight to the Oval Office. And it's not unique to Biden. Trump did the same thing. Obama did the same thing. Bush, Clinton, all of them. And you have to remember, of course, that this man chose his entire cabinet before he was sworn in. Entire cabinet. Every single secretary. 
or minister, as the case may be. He had named every single one of them. So why is it that American presidents, quote-unquote, hit the ground running so quickly? And why don't we see the same thing in a lot of African countries? 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993. Oh, I am Sandra Ezekwesili. These are your hard facts. Friday, we start with Global uh, Big Three. And we take a look at uh, um, stories uh, breaking from other parts of the world on Friday for one hour. Daniel mm. Inikoyi, good to have you on the show. <laughs> well done, well done. Welcome, go ahead. Sandra. Mm. Oh. Um, you know, you were talking about uh, Joe Biden letting the cabinet within uh, six months, something like that, right? Um, no, Joe Biden had his cabinet even before he was sworn in. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, then they, they, they have the vid. They are going there to work for the masses. They are not going there to go and loot money. In, 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 a, in a, 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 as in like in Africa, in Africa, we will go there to go and loot. Okay. You know, they have the vid. You know, he's not going there to go and say, let me for my own family, let me be looting the money. That is why he know he has that need to you know to elect his cabinet before they, he, he, he was even sworn in. So he has the need, you know, he's deliberately not not that okay. I want to do it for my. He's doing it for the masses because I don't want just doing it for like okay. I, I, let me. I have to be there now. No, he do it with the need. He have a passion. Because when you have a passion for something, the desire you do that thing. They are, they are, when you have interest for something, the desire you do, you put your effort, you make everything perfect. So you good. Hmm. <laughs> so that's exactly what Joe Biden did, of which I really appreciate. I really, really thank him. So that's a very moving. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a welcome development. A very welcome development. Okay. So good. Okay. Daniel, thank you for calling. Femi is in Festac. Perhaps he has an answer for me. Hi, Femi. Hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. Why do you think American presidents hit the ground running in a way African presidents don't? Well, well, because they are a serious country. And um, African countries, um, we take pride in celebrating positions first. Um, as an American, you see how they act in their movies when they go for missions in Iraq and so many of those um, places, that is how they take their job. And that is why it, it, it speaks a lot to their daily life, even up to their presidency and political position. Mm. They hold positions there to their heart. But in Africa, especially in Nigeria, first, we'll first of all invite all the religious leaders, we invite all the political leaders, we mention their names one after the other, and we tend to celebrate and make it like, oh, our brother, our sister, and our person don't finally enter position. Ah, we serve Google Hammer, all those kind of things. That's mm. the thought here. Mm-hmm. But in reality, mm-hmm. it is not supposed to be. You know you are going for a job. You know there are problems on ground. Look at Biden. He knows there are issues with immigration. Mm-hmm. You know there, there, there are issues with um uh, political relationship with so many other countries. Mm-hmm. So he knows my going there is not to start celebrating people or start um, praising one person or the other. Mm-hmm. I'm going there for the job. And before he gets to power, it's like you have an opportunity to know your job role mm-hmm. and you have days or even months before you get to job. You can start work even before getting there. Unlike some countries where it will take six months before the name cabinet and, and, and all that. I don't want to mention the country's name. You understand? <laughs> so it, it's very, very funny how we behave in this part of the world. If I may, thank you for calling me. Joshua Inijago, thanks for yes. calling us. Yes, yeah, this is Joshua. Uh, Sandra, you are mm-hmm. so surprised. When you first you see small to be certain in all the money they got from campaign, all the money they spent on the campaign, everything, that, uh, are you surprised that uh, they will start and uh, they will be waiting six months? They will not be taken of minister by that time. They'll be taken of how to get people out, how to give people money that they uh, give them money for campaign. Now they'll be taken of by that time. You think they'll be taken of um, cabinet? Cabinet for where? <laughs> 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 so those people, as well, 
but but but, but but that's the thing though even with american politics they also have to settle people that helped to win uh, so you have no. somebody you, you have somebody like pete Buttigieg, for instance who was going yeah. to be who was one of the candidates during the elections right and yeah. now he's the uh the he's the minister for transport Right. Some people will look at that and say that that's some 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 form of settlement. But yeah. all of that still you, you can still settle people where you campaign with or we help you win and not wait for months to do it. So uh, how come that American presidents can do all of those settlement and, you know, have a cabinet even before they are sworn in yeah, and African we, African leaders cannot? Uh, they, 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 you know, I have not even studied the government. They want to, they want to go into they're not sure what they're not sure what they want to do yet. They're not going to say, okay, yes, I'm the president, I'm the president. When they enter, they will tell you there's empty treasury. Do you know that there's empty treasury before you enter the, the government? No, you don't know. You say, eh, we don't know where you know the government. Are you not, are you not, when you want to come, you want to, want to get a job somewhere, you will know the job description now. You need to know the job description, not that you just go inside and say, I want to become president. You just to show that I'm not prepared. Joshua, thank you for calling me. Uh, we've got messages on WhatsApp. Uh, it has to do with a system that works. Comrade Momon Asher Yusuf says, um, Joe Biden was ready and prepared for the office. Institutions work unhindered. In Africa, we fix a square peg in a round hole and pray for it to work. All right. Comrade Momon Asher Yusuf from Sunshine Estate CDA, New Idimo. Thank you so much for your message. Sandra, I think we have systemic issues in Nigeria and Africa as a whole. Presidents in the U.S. and other working countries know what they want to do and they hit the ground running immediately um, without any fear of nepotism or godfatherism. But in our Nigeria, presidents will still wait for months to get names of appointees and ministers from godfathers, families and friends. Who do we offend in Nigeria? Gosh, Helen says, Helen is in the U.S., by the way, he listens to us every day from the U.S. Let's take a break. We'll come back and continue this conversation. You're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. I am Sandra Ezekwasili. <sighs> I'm Sandra Ezekwasili, and we bring you three huge stories from all over the world every Friday from 3 to 4 p.m. It's uh, 3.28 at the moment. And power did not change hands in Uganda. That's our second story. Power did not change hands in Uganda. The Election Commission declared Yoweri Museveni the winner of the presidential elections there. The main opposition candidate has rejected the results, like I told you last week. That's uh, Robert Chiagulangi. You know him as Bobby Wine. He declared himself the winner, and since then... His party, the NUP, have been publishing what they claim are result sheets from the various polling units. They're showing these sheets which appear to contradict the officially announced results. Now, the NUP is putting these results on the Internet, but I should point out that they only started doing this in the last couple of days because before then, the Internet was off in Uganda. Immediately before the elections, the government ordered all internet service providers to switch off. So Ugandans were cut off from the world during the election. The government said they did it to stop fake news. But the opposition is saying that the government did it to stop news of rigging from coming out. Meanwhile, Bobby Wine says that he's being held captive. Listen to him for yourself here. Thank you very much. The main motivation for us to keep doing what we are doing in the face of all this intimidation is because what we are doing is moral and what we are doing is right. We are fighting for our rights and we are doing this morally. We are doing this legally. We are doing this non-violently. And we know that while we uh, have the luxury of being detained in our own homes, Many of our colleagues are in unknown detention. Our entire campaign team is in prison. They are being charged with uh, trumped up uh, cases while others are on the run. That alone keeps us going, knowing that by getting freedom for ourselves, we will be getting freedom for everybody else. And also knowing that uh, people that fight for a just cause have not failed in this way. Therefore, when we continue standing for what we stand for, we will be able to open.
overcome. So many people are paying the price of standing for what is moral, of standing for what is right. And uh, that alone motivates me not to give up because giving up on a cause so just, on a cause so moral, on a cause so human, it would be betrayal for the 45 million Ugandans that are yearning for change, peaceful change, and also knowing that we have an entire generation standing with us and yearning for change, and yet agreeing that non-violent moral actions can actually change our lives forever and can be able to reshape our country and redefine us as a generation, as members of the international community, as members of the human family. That is motivation enough for me to keep struggling. And I'm very, very happy that my wife has also accepted to stand the pain along with me. And that motivates me too. Bobby Wine speaking to the media there in Uganda. He says he's being held captive. He's in his home, which has been surrounded by the army. Nobody's allowed out. Nobody's allowed in. In fact, and if you're watching right now on Facebook, we're about to show you that footage as well. We showed you the first footage. We're about to show you a second one. The U.S. ambassador was going to see Bobby Wine this week, and he was not allowed to pass. So the U.S. Embassy announced its displeasure about that. It's very unusual for an ambassador to be stopped from going somewhere like that. We have footage of Bobby Wine talking to the military staged outside of his house. You also hear his wife in the background also complaining about some of the harassment that they've experienced. Don't touch my breast. You, you, you have women here. Don't touch me. 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 My wife cannot What do you mean? You don't tell us who You pick my boy. You pick them. He's here. Come with me. It's official. They are blocking my wife from picking food. You're blocking us from picking. You don't pull my gate. This is not your home. This is your home. touching my breast. This one. Here, here. You come at my home, you touch my wife's breast. The other one was standing around with his drone on me. I was standing right here. As if they don't have women here. No, but it is you who is at the front. You were standing right here, pulling my breast. These women, I'm the one who called them. They were standing down there. You got the men who are pushing me from here. I'm glad everything is on camera. It's, it's, yeah. it's okay. It's okay. I don't think there is any reason to lock that door anymore. Whoever wants to come in should come in. No, don't lock it. If you want, you can jump in like you jumped in. You are trespassing. You're inside my compound. You have no right to pull this. This does not belong to you. If you're watching on Facebook, you're seeing all of that unfold with Bobby Wine and his wife, and they've got military surrounding their house there in Uganda. Now, there's been some debate raging all over uh, uh, the world about um, these events in Uganda and whether or not other African uh, nations uh, um, should be saying something or should even intervene. People are asking that question. Many people are criticizing the AU, the African Union, for its silence. Others are saying African leaders are silent because most of them want to do the exact same things, like switch off the internet and put their opponents under house arrest. But I've heard some people also say that Museveni has done nothing wrong at all.
and so other countries should mind their business. I wonder what you say. Meanwhile, Femi Falano, the Ugandan government, uh, is dragging the Ugandan government to the United Nations. Femi Falano, our own Femi Falano, he's uh, a Nigerian human rights lawyer. He's saying that the government is violating democratic norms by using state power to fight political parties. He's also saying that Bobby Wine's human rights are being violated. Do you agree? Olarin Waji is in Abuja today. Hello, Olarin Waji. Thanks for calling us. Yeah, good afternoon, Chandra. Good afternoon, welcome. Yeah, I, I listened to the first um, headline, the Joe Biden one. Mm -hmm. This um, body wine, and hey, this is synonymous to Africa. <laughs> you will be so <laughs> shocked that with all this, your drama, you keep pushing me, you keep pointing this, you keep. We will get to the office, even this cabinet, maybe it will take him one year to dominate the cabinet. Mm -hmm. The problem of Africa are. They, they, just, they, they are only going there for the same. They want the same, the money, the power that comes with the position. These people, see, they are still like 100 years behind these white people. Hmm. 100 years behind them. Okay, let me use Nigeria as a yardstick because I'm an engineer. See, our, I don't want to mention them right now. But our Baba, the man, it took him six months. Before you know, you hear one person using 200 million to cut grass. They change different things. I don't understand. The grass, I don't know, maybe they, they put roses on the grass. Before, different allegations, and you will not hear anything. And they will keep coming, they want to rule us, they want to. Yeah. God in heaven is going to help Africa. That's my contribution. Olari well, Waju, thank you so much for calling to share your thoughts. Our number is 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993. You can also send us a WhatsApp message. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. What do you think about um, the events in Uganda? Should the government have shut down the internet, do you think? What do you think about some results sheets contradicting the announced results? And what do you think about Bobby Wine's home being surrounded by soldiers? Chima is in Ayobo. Hello, Chima. Yeah, good evening, Sandra. Good evening. Welcome. You're doing a very nice job. Thank you. You see, you see um, this issue of African leaders clinging on to power mm. illegally, I think it's runs in our blood. And it's unfortunate that even the people that have been oppressed, that have been deprived of their of their um, of their democratic um, rights, many of them are also in support of this. You know, it's very heartbreaking because I was following that um the issue on the internet, even on Twitter, mm -hmm. you would notice that there are some accounts that are created and they were trying to, you know, push the the, the old man narrative into people's truth. Okay. And talking about the UN, um, uh, sorry, um, um, ECOWAS and the rest African of the Union. African mm -hmm. Union. Mm -hmm. Those guys are hypocrites. Those guys are con conglomeration of old men. They come together to defend their selfish interests. You know, the same thing happened in um, um, Gambia, if you can remember. Mm. Um, Jami of Gambia. Mm -hmm. He lost the election, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he refused to leave power. Right. And guess what? When he was sent on exile, it was Tinubu's private jet that was sent to go and pick him up. So these guys are friends. They, as in, they are all of them. They are, they are they be party party. They, they, they wine and dine together. So they are just looking at us like the rude. So it is, it is left for us, actually, to stand up. I know that these guys are, 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 are just friends. They are best of the same feather. And they don't want anything good for Africa. So Africans need to rise up against these people, these old cargoes, to, to take power from them. Because you can't beg them. Even if, if, if you think you're going to take power from an entry election, I think it's almost impossible because they know how to just manipulate the whole system and the whole um, 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 AU and the rest of them. They wouldn't interfere. They would just stay and look. Mm. Look at what happened in, 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 in Nigeria, the answers and everything. Did you hear the EU or the, sorry, the AU or ECOWAS? Did you hear any of them speak up against it. They don't do anything. They are the same thing. They are just using us to play draft. That's tumbong tumbong. So it's left for us, the government, to rise up against these people and don't expect them to do anything positive. We should, we are, it, it is left for us, the people, to change the status quo. These guys are not ready to do anything positive. They're only there to loot and loot the money that they cannot even spend. They cannot finish. 
So, you know, Sandra, you thanks for calling Bye-bye. me. You can't want to just yet, eh? Chris Nukoko Michael, welcome. I wonder why. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome. Yeah. Honestly, Sandra, just like other colors are afraid. Hmm. Actually, I think uh, there is something very special wrong with Africa, generally, because uh, I don't see a reason why we always turn to the Western world. That is where we borrow our democracy. And hmm. the threat is reverse the case. Chris for calling us. Uh, Olu Wisdom says, what do you expect, Sandra? This is Africa. This happened and happens um, every day in the continent of Africa. Is this Uganda matter half as bad as the Lekki shooting or the human rights and uh, abuse or the abuse of life? Africa is backward. We need the whites to come back in some form and rule the continent once again. Uh, Well, I disagree with that. I, I disagree with that. I don't think Africa needs to be recolonized. I think that people like you who know better need to speak up more. People like you who know better need to get into the system because you cannot beat the system from outside the system. You need to get into the system. African leaders are not ready for anything. Lekon or Lo Fela says they only want to be known with the power and glory that comes um, with the position. U.S. has a working system. Every citizen is focused and target-oriented. That's why Nigeria will hardly move forward. Leaders want to amass wealth for themselves and their families. I'll take one final call and then we'll move on to our final story. Hello. Hello. Thanks for calling us. Sandra. Hmm? Well, as regards to uh, Joe Biden, hmm. taking effect from the office immediately, hmm. you see the background of Joe Biden and that of our, our uh, let's say first from the political president, OBJ, and Jaradou uh, and Jonathan, hmm. their background, someone background, tell about them. The type of background they come out from, and in addition that they were in the, in the last uh, almost pit of hair before they were taken out. So they have to celebrate they are liberation from the pit of hell. For let's say like uh, Buhari now, uh, he had wanted power and he took OBJ to court, he took Jonathan to court, he took Yaradua to court, so he was more desperate for power, Need not for effectiveness or effectiveness life. Or your next vacation, or be financially ready to get yourself a COVID vaccine next year. Let Zinvest Aspire keep you in check. Need low-risk investment option with attractive rates? Zinvest High Yields is your best bet. Zcrest Investment Managers, Zinvest is a SEC-licensed asset management company. At Zinvest, professional asset managers with industry expertise dedicate time into preserving your wealth. Zinvest has a web platform that enables you invest in a range of investment products that offers you good returns. Visit www.zinvest.com. 
zimvest.com.ng to get started. Zimvest, the mystifying wealth from creation to distribution for all. Well, you've just heard from our sponsors on Big 3 Global Edition. Our third story is brought to you by Zimvest. They are an asset management company. And like you heard uh, in that message that you listened to, if you're looking for ways to grow your money through investment, but you're not sure what is safe, you're not sure what is good, that's where Zimvest comes in. If you were using Zimvest, for instance, when MMM was around, they would have probably told you to not put your money in MMM. And they would have shown you an alternative where you can put your money into. They are licensed by the SEC to provide various investment products. Their savings and investment products are available in Naira and in dollars. So if you want to save or invest with hard currency, they can help you do that. If you want to uh, save and invest with Naira, they can help you do that. And they offer great market rates. If you want more information, visit www.zimvest.com.ng. Zimvest is Z-I-M-V-E-S-T dot com dot ng www.zimvest.com.ng and uh, you can get started from there but yeah like i was saying our third story um brought to you by zimvest is about african health workers moving to the uk we've talked about the brain drain so many times specifically we've talked about um the brain drain of doctors and nurses from africa to the united kingdom in fact, the UK government has made this a policy. <laughs> let me give you some, let me give you some um, hard facts about this particular one uh, from the UK's General Medical Council or GMC. The GMC recently published a report about recruiting health workers from abroad. And here are a few of their quotes. GMC said that in 2019, nearly 35% of doctors licensed to practice in the UK had obtained their qualifications overseas. 35%. That's 7 out of 20. About 1,719 doctors in the UK are from South Africa. 806 are from Kenya. 4,192 are from Zimbabwe. Now, guess how many of these doctors and nurses uh, actually, just doctors. Guess how many of these doctors are from Nigeria? Guess. 8,241. You heard me. 8,241. More than the other three combined. And the GMC is saying, quote, overall numbers will need to rise further. So they never be a fool. <laughs> they need more of our doctors. They said, quote, the United Kingdom will require a continuation of the large number of doctors from overseas joining our workforce, end quote. And like I said, it's not just doctors. The, the proportion of non-EU nurses working in the UK rose, 8%, uh, rose from 8% in 2015 to 22% in 2020. Now, some African groups are angry about this. Earlier this month, some South Africans have accused the UK government of unethical behavior in purposely trying to poach African health workers because it is leaving Africa with a lack of health workers. But other African health workers disagree with them. Those ones are saying that the problem is with African governments who have failed to provide a good working environment. They say it's normal for every country to try and recruit the best and the brightest. I wonder where you stand in that debate, Lagos. Who do you agree with? Do you think the UK is wrong to target African health workers for recruitment? Or do you think African governments are wrong for not making their countries more competitive? Do you think it's unpatriotic for doctors and nurses to leave or do you think everybody should find the place where they can live their best life, make a good living for themselves? 0700-993-993-993. Now, before I take your calls, I'd like to uh, listen again. I'd like you to listen again to our sponsors on the show. 
Need to save for a new car, house rent, or your next vacation? Or be financially ready to get yourself a COVID vaccine next year? Let Zinvest Aspire keep you in check. Need low-risk investment option? With attractive rates, Zinvest High Yields is your best bet. Zcrest Investment Managers, Zinvest is a SEC-licensed asset management company. At Zinvest, professional asset managers with industry expertise dedicate time into preserving your wealth. Zinvest has a web platform that enables you invest in a range of investment products that offers you good returns. Visit www.zinvest.com.ng to get started. Zinvest, demystifying wealth from creation to distribution for all. Uche is in our papa. Hello, Uche. What do you think? Um, Sandra, you see, one of the biggest regrets I have in life was not within medicine. <laughs> yeah, I, I will tell you. You see, I actually read biochemistry, okay. even though what I'm doing at the moment is nowhere related to that. Hmm. My roommate, we started off, you know, as biochemistry students together. Mm-hmm. But he told me, he said, look, that he was still going to read medicine, even if it took him another 10 years. When we graduated, he went to read medicine. Sandra, as I speak to you now, the young man traveled three years ago to Canada with his family, and they are living happily. Hmm. Are you there, Uche? Oh, Uche isn't there anymore, unfortunately. Well, call me back if you can. Friday, who do you agree with? Yeah, good afternoon, my sister. Good afternoon. Tell me who you agree with. Personally, I don't think uh, the UK government has done anything wrong. Okay. You know that uh, in America, when they launch the American visa, yeah, mm. we always struggle to get it. Mm-hmm. In America, how many American citizens we apply for it? So many of us, even though we have the opportunity, we want comfort. We want to go to a place where we will, where we believe that be comfortable for us. Mm-hmm. So our government should put our health care in order and make our people pay them well. Then everybody will be ready to work here. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you very much, Friday, for calling. You know, this story is really about people looking for greener pastures, if you think about it, just like Friday said. Many doctors and nurses are leaving because they can make more money abroad, right? But guess what? There are ways to stay in Nigeria while sending your money to go and grow and grow abroad for you. That's what our sponsor, Zimvest, helps you to do. Like I told you, they are an asset manager. So basically, they take your money, they find the best place to put it to grow for you. Because you think about the Naira that continues to fall. Your pension is not really growing. You need to grow your savings through investment. But you need to make sure that the investment is safe, that the investment is wise. That's why you need professionals. That's why you need to go to the people at Zinvest. They can put your money into foreign investment products, even though you're living and working in Nigeria. So it's like um, Visa and IELTS for your savings. (laughs) Their investments are both in Naira and uh, dollars. And they have personal private wealth managers who can help you decide these things. So if you'd like more information, visit www dot zimvest.com.ng to get started or email ask at zimvest.com.ng and you can talk to their private um, wealth managers you can also simply call them if if internet is not your thing call them 07000 200 220 so 07000-200-220 that's their number 07000 200 220. You can also call uh, 01 280 1042. But then we'll take a quick break. When we come back, let's talk about this idea of ethics in the brain drain. I want to see what you think about that. Don't go away. 
need to save for a new car, house rent, or your next vacation, or be financially ready to get yourself a COVID vaccine next year, let Zinvest Aspire keep you in check. Need low-risk investment option with attractive rates? Zinvest High Yields is your best bet. Zcrest Investment Managers, Zinvest is a SEC-licensed asset management company. At Zinvest, professional asset managers with industry expertise dedicate time into preserving your wealth. Zinvest has a web platform that enables you invest in a range of investment products that offers you good returns. Visit www.zinvest.com. Zimvest.com.ng to get started. Zimvest, the mystifying wealth from creation to distribution for all. Let's talk about this idea of ethics in brain drain. Does the UK owe anything to African governments? Do the doctors and the nurses and others who are leaving owe anything to their homelands? Some people say it's even better for them to leave because they can send money home, which can be used to train more people and raise the living standards. By the way, foreign remittances are now the number one source of Forex into Nigeria. We're getting more, more foreign uh, exchange from remittances than we're getting from oil. But at the same time, our healthcare system is losing professionals. That's why the doctors that are left behind are overworked. That's why you get to emergency room, no doctor to attend to you, because all of them have gone to the UK. So what's the way forward? 0700-993-993-993. Hello, thanks for calling us. Yeah, hello, Sandra, I'm back. All right, Uche, welcome back. Yes, um, very quickly. You know, so for me, it's one of the biggest regrets I have, because... From what I get to, from what I'm seeing presently, it appears the medical field is a gateway to exit this country. And a lot of people are taking advantage of it. And I have absolutely no apologies for what they are doing. Unfortunately, we're suffering because we haven't got enough doctors and all that. But my brother, my sister, like somebody tweeted a few weeks ago, if you can leave this country, please do. And that's the truth. Because what is going on presently, let me not even go into all that. Let's stick to the topic. And I agree with what the, the, the UK government is doing. Even America, I, I, I had the figures you reeled at now. Mm. More than 8,000 Nigerian doctors mm -hmm. scattered all over, you know, all over the place in the US. And they still want more. And more people are actually leaving. Mm. You understand? Mm -hmm. So for me... It, it, it's unfortunate for us here, but the environment is not making it conducive. No working equipment, no, they are not well remunerated, nothing. The environment is not even conducive for human habitation. Let's be sincere with ourselves. So for me, I wish I had done it when, you know, I had friends who were doing it. I wish I had done it. Hmm. My brother, my sister, I hmm. would have left a long time ago. Thank you for calling me. 99.3. Hello? Hello? Hello. Uh, oh no, sorry about that. We've got a YBC from Songota who says, No big person will get money, go invest. I support all those traveling for greener pastures, though. We should appreciate the UK for taking our best self. Sometimes it's very disheartening when I remember I'm a Nigerian. The environment is not encouraging at all. Or YBC is from Songota. Thank you for sending your message in. We have um, uh, this one here, Sandra. Our leaders know how to keep the ground running when it comes to the oil sector. Okay. To hit the ground running, I guess. That's what you meant to say. Thank you for sending your message in. It, uh, it will be a great injustice to forbid the medical personnel from going where they think their services are more needed and where they think they'll be more remunerated and appreciated. Africans are lazy. They want the best from the medical personnel without good corresponding equipment to work with. It's common sense now. Why will I be in a company paying me peanuts while another company wants to pay me 10 th times my salary? Oloa Fela Olalekon from E4 says. Lagos, that's all we have time for. <laughs> Coming up is Public Square with Agogo. I'll be back on Monday. And uh, in the meantime, please stay safe. Wear your mask. Don't go out if you can afford to not go out. And when you do, keep your distance from people. It's difficult because I'm a hugger. I like to hug. But I can't do it anymore because of COVID. So until you get your hands on that vaccine, do all you can to stay safe. 
Uh, we'll bring you the business news, and after that, we'll bring you Public Square. I'm S. Ezekwesili on social media, Sandra Ezekwesili on Twitter, Sandra Ezekwesili on Facebook, Sandra Ezekwesili on Instagram. Those are your hard facts, Eagles. Have a great weekend. With Sandra Ezekwesili is available as a podcast on all streaming platforms. Catch this and previous episodes anytime you want to.